Scott and Tide, uh, January 18th, 2024, third. Uh, Todd. Word. My daughter is sleeping with a pillow for the first time tonight. Ooh. Thoughts, comments. Was that a big Congratulations. thing? Did your kids have what? to like transition into that? Or were they just like, oh, there's another thing in my bed. I guess I'll lay my head on it. You don't remember? Um, I do not remember. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's fine. The wife's a little paranoid that it's going to burn. Because she's, as we've talked about on the show before, my daughter's a pretty good sleeper in general. Oh, we talked about, I don't remember that, but I'll take your word. Maybe we haven't, but it's a true statement. And Jamie's worried that it's going to fuck with a shit, as the kids say. I mean, if it does, just take the pillow away. Why are you why why are you introducing the pillow just for society convention? Just, I mean, we'd read th- certain things that around the age of two, and she turns two in a couple weeks here, that... Um, you know, that's an age to introduce a pillow. Sure. So we're right in the wheelhouse. And it's like, well, she has she has like a sleeping sleeping bag, sleeping sack that she uses at school. And that has a oh. built-in pillow. And so we're like, well, she takes naps at school. She's been going there for six or seven months now. So she's used to it. It can't be that foreign of a concept. So what we did is, well, Jamie did all this. She bought the pillow on Amazon, pretty small pillow. We put the pillow underneath the bed sheet, and uh, so it's just like a flat bed with a mound at the end. <laughs> a little lump. Yeah. Sleeping a, lump. Essentially a sleeping lump. And uh, it was funny. I'm, I'm making dinner. Jamie comes down with the monitor. She's like, look at this. And Isla was just laying there like catatonic on the pillow like a normal person would, as if she was confused what to do. She just thought it was real funny. I was like, she'll be fine. She'll figure it out. Did she sleep? Did she fall asleep? Yeah, I mean, before I even finished making dinner, which was only another 10, is she, 15 minutes. Is she just... using it properly, just her head, or she have her butt on the pillow? No, or... before I came in here, she rolled off of it. So, so she's like stuck what, in the corner. What's the, what's the bed situation? Are we still in a crib? We're we still in a crib. A, We're in a crib. Have we removed the side of a crib? Has she tried jumping out of the crib? Not we have not out, removed the side. herself. She about... Eight months ago, she successfully did jump out of the crib once. Um, so that when next we morning, say jump, we, they usually <clears throat> sort of pull themselves. Yeah, up crawled the over the over not the edge, leaping over the side. She did three bounces and then gave real good spring on the last one. <laughs> did, did a shoulder roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Real parkour move. Um, but no. So the next morning, we there was one level lower that we could move the bed, so we did that. Uh, We've not had that problem since. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know when yeah, we'll don't take the side off because then she'll just be Roman. Yeah. I don't, we can't have that. Definitely can't have that. So I don't we know when that's going to happen could. when she's 11, 12, maybe Nah, you can do that. I mean, it's just your preference for if she's sleeping through the night, it won't matter. But if she tends to wake up and like come over and hop in your bed, well, we don't know that. Because she's never had the opportunity to make that happen. So, yeah. well, the time that she jumped out or got out, did she try to get out of her room or? No, because we had. She was you up. sprinted in and threw her back in the crib immediately. 
Yes, chucked her back in the crib. No, she was <laughs> she she had been up and we had seen her like trying the to crawl floor, over. She just bounced out and bounced back yeah. in. Full rubber room, complete psychopath. No, but we'd seen her. She was making some noise. She was crying. And she was trying to crawl out. And so we'd gone in and kind of calmed her down. And so we were already looking at the monitor. And then um, while we were, I don't remember exactly. Again, this is several months ago. I just remember we like we heard it. We heard her thud out of the group. And so, yes, we ran in there and obviously, you know, fearing Speaking that she'd broken her neck. My, uh, my younger daughter's bedroom is directly over my office where I'm studio B. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes she typically closes her door, but if she doesn't, the cat, she has a a loft bed and the mm-hmm. cat will go up there and sleep. And if they jump out, it sounds like someone dropped like a bag of concrete on the floor <laughs> above my head. I mean, the cat weighs like less than 10 pounds, but sure. the, they come down from that height, which is, you know, whatever. Bag of bricks. Feet. Yeah. Just a big Startling. Floor. Startling is what you're saying. So I can imagine a, a full yeah. two-year-old or a year and a half-year-old. Yeah, she was double and then some, the 10 pounds that you mentioned there. So it was quite the thud. Chunk. Um, so yeah, the next morning we lowered it. You know, it goes down three or four inches, which is all it needed. I mean, I think she barely made it, so figure we're good until at least next month or so. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a, you know, it's one of those milestones, I guess, sleeping with a pillow. I mean, look. I, I really for, don't remember the pillow sleep. What, once Honestly, we, they don't, yeah. I don't, they don't really need a pillow ever if they don't, if you don't want to give it to them. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was, that's what I was just about to say. That's what I was starting to say is once she went from the bassinet to the crib, which I guess was four months old, six months old, whatever, to her own room. I was always amazed. I was like, how the fuck is she sleeping with no pillow? Like, I cannot sleep without a pillow. I yeah, have to I have mean, something under my head. As she, even as she gets older, up until they're like five, they can sleep in the most uncomfortable positions and it doesn't bother them at all. And she does. So She's a, she's a face like planner. Falling, you know, face forward, head leaning back to the side, yeah. all that shit. Like, it doesn't unbelievable all the the bones aren't formed together so they're pretty flexible i'm such a diva when it comes to my sleep i I have to be very specific position i have to have head support what what is what is this what is the 64 degrees position for i sleep like a fucking (laughs) i sleep like a cadaver straight up and down on my back with my hands crossed over my standing huh yeah standing it's good for blood flow no, so it's on your back. Is that is that on the answer? My back. Yes, that's the answer. I typically sleep on my back, and the, I started sleeping on my side when our younger daughter was coming into our bed, and that really fucked up my shoulder. <laughs> Although they told me that's not what did it, but old definitely age. was. Yeah. Um, definitely. But old now age. I, I think I've gotten used to sort of sleeping on my shoulder. I don't like it, but I sleep on my side and my back. Is it one particular side, per chance? Uh yeah, it's usually my left side. Your left. Although yeah, I, I have to say, T one D talk, love it. Fucking pump also Ooh. fucks up your sleep because that goddamn thing f- flopping around. I mean, I don't know, but I've heard, and I can only imagine. Because I typically just sort of tuck it into my waistband. Because mm-hmm. I don't usually sleep with shorts with pockets in them. Oh, so you wear clothes to bed? Interesting. That's uh, I mean, I wear boxers. 
boxer shorts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know where to tuck shorts. That's why I don't. That's why I don't. Uh... Do you sleep in the nude? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I think I did that one time. It was so uncomfortable. It's it's <laughs> it's so weird because I think the fear, irrational though it may be, is what if like a little pee comes out or like I. I try to let out a toot. It's like it's a, little it's a wet one. You shit the bed. I'm just worried that that there's there's no barrier, that so there's nothing to stop. About? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. If you shit the bed, I don't think your underwear is going to do a whole lot. I damn near shit the bed. Maybe, the other, the other maybe some surface saving, but you're still going to have to launder those sheets, or better yet, throw them away. I mean, I I kind of did shit the bed actually when I was back in November when I was super sick. I'm sure I talked about it on this podcast. When I had the the stomach issues and I was in I was out of work for two days, um, I they fired you a, for that. No, not yet. I definitely had a, a massive <laughs> until they hear this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you did what? <laughs> I took the time off. Fuck off. I actually worked a couple hours both of those days. I really shouldn't have. Um, you did in the bed. Well, I definitely did work there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, but I I was I was clothed, not just underwear but actually i had pajama pants on and it came damn close to breaking the seal of both so it was a real lifesaver that uh jeez flannel be damned it was flannel too flannel be damned indeed so did you throw those away no i washed them you make too much money to to wash that stuff man just throw false (laughs) to be true to be fair the underwear was like it was boxer briefs so those things it was just a just a quick drive-by, just a hello as they as it squirted right oh, through the boxer briefs. If right I was wearing through? thicker boxers. Not out the leg hole? No, right through. Or up the top? Seeped right through Jesus. and then touched the inside of the pajama pants. Oh, my God. It was good times. This is the most disgusting episode we've had, I think. Oh, I doubt. I don't think so. But it was. Probably it was, not, but it feels like it. That illness was this a disgusting month. episode. Yeah, this month. What was? I said that illness was a disgusting episode. Yeah, that I can tell, tell you. Anyway, enough about you shitting the bed. Or was that yeah. me? I can't that's, recall. That was you. Todd? Even if I had, that would not be a story I re- would relay Why publicly. Not? Who cares? It happens. These things happen, man. You think you got to dry it coming out of your asshole, and then before you know it, whoa, hey now. A little, little high humidity there coming out of the uh, colon. Who would have thunk? Um, <clears throat> oh, God. Todd, I noticed on your socials, by the way, BroPod socials, the underscore bro underscore pod, that uh, you guys had some winter weather. Yes. Is it still around? Is it the the road slick? Yep. It, uh, no. Well, there's still Even snow your road? some ice. Well, your our road, road gets plowed be. by a private plowing company. It's funny. Ooh. I was um, Ooh, yes. picking Pinkies up. in the air. Yeah. Picking up, uh, so my da- my older daughter had ski club today, or snow club. They went skiing mm-hmm. after school. That's, um, I had to let her in. That was the brief pause that That's you and I had that the listeners uh, wanted to know yes. about. Instantaneous, um, yes. Until now. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I went over to pick up her friend's gear, because you drop it off in the morning, at the parents do. Sure. And their road, which is an a neighborhood that gets plowed by the city or whatever the county. Mm, not privately. I can already was tell in where worse this is shape going. than our road. Of course. Our driveway is still a little 
snow packed. Anyway, it snowed on Tuesday. We probably got about four to six inches. It's supposed to snow again tomorrow morning or tonight. Whoa. They've already canceled school tomorrow. The girls were in school for, they had Monday off for MLK day, mm-hmm. Tuesday off for snow. Wednesday mm-hmm. was two hour l- delay. Love it. They went to school today, full day. <laughs> And then and no school tomorrow. tomorrow off. So a day and a half of school. So it's week. a nine hour school week. That's good. That's good. That's excellent. Keep the learning at a high level. Um, so we can get back to the school thing because you reminded me that I meant to ask two episodes ago. I think the first episode of the new year, you discussed the possibility that you and your older daughter were going to go skiing on oh, yeah, we went coming skiing. Sunday. You went. Yes. As the 80s hit says, Todd, tell her or us about it. Tell her about it. Tell you our hopes and dreams. Yeah. Uh, It was good. We uh, went to Round Top. Yes, Round Top, which is in Pencil Tweedy. It's about an an hour and 20 minutes from our house. That's not bad. It's nothing. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a small mountain. There was very little open. It was still pretty rocky in spots. Slim pickings. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> we went, it had snowed like the day before or something. Not here, but there. Right. And it snowed like six inches, and it's like base of nine inches. <laughs> I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, they literally just opened that weekend, I think, the weekend we went. But... Our base is 300% higher than it was yesterday. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think she had a good time. It was good for her to get up there and do some skiing, do some power yeah. wedging. Sure. We, we skied a bunch of greens, some blues. Yeah. Rode some lifts. They have a magic carpet, which is something they never had when we were growing up, which is basically no. like a moving sidewalk that you love just sort the of magic carpet stand yeah. on. I'd never done that before. I've only done it once. It's an experience. Uh, it's funny, like when you haven't skied before, or you're with someone who hasn't skied before, like they don't know how to like sidestep or do, do anything. anything. <laughs> Put on boots. <laughs> um, it's hard. It's hard to be patient with them, but she did great. I can imagine. It I'm was. assuming she had fun today because she, her friend, is spending the night now because they don't have school, so they're just hanging out. Oh, that's trouble for you. Um. What um, what was I gonna ask? Oh, what did, did you have any time to shush down your own slopes, or was it all education? Yeah, we went with some um, a friend, a couple and a other father, families right? that have kids oh, in the middle school. Um, and yeah, I mean, I didn't ski. There wasn't a ton open, but I right. skied Nine the inches. same things that she did. But the, I, you know, I could uh, ski inappropriately fast, weaving <laughs> through people get the fuck out of the way <laughs> it's fun yeah so you didn't have to stick with her the whole time is what i'm saying there were other, no, I, other I was kids. with her the whole time but like oh, okay. you said uh, see at the bottom bitch and then you took nah, we, i mean i would let her go for a while she hadn't learned really to turn so it was more just kind of like just plowing all the way out yeah yeah literal snow plow down the mountain so yes i tried to encourage her to Squish the tomato in the top of your boot of the side or whatever the ski instructors say to try to turn. That's one I don't think I've ever heard. 
Squish the tomato in the top to pick up your foot. Is that the idea? No, 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 no. To like pressure. Basically, if you're in a wedge trying to turn, you sort of push against oh. one side and it turns you the other direction. Gotcha. I thought you said the top of your boot. The side. Well, yeah, of the boot. that like the top, the top side. like your shin. You want to press that shin against. Gotcha. More forward, and it'll turn you to the left if it's your left, or to the right if it's your left foot, and to the left if it's your right foot. Since Whatever. this isn't a visual medium, let's continue to describe to the listeners exactly how you ski. Just the basics. Um, <laughs> there's pizza and there's French fries. Um, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get too many French fries, but no. But so is she? Is she turning now? At least turning within the wedge. Uh. Not yet. When we went, not really. I don't know if she Maybe turned today. this evening or not. How many times? So she went today. Is today the first time since you guys went? Or has she been? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. It's supposed to be every Thursday. Last week there wasn't enough snow, so they canceled it. Hmm. But this is a different mountain, right? That she goes with I think she went to the same place we went. There's sort of two mountains that they go to. One's like an hour away and one's an hour and 20 minutes away or something. Oh, I see. <clears throat> now... You mentioned the ski club thing a few episodes ago, but you didn't go in depth. Is it at some point will you like? Do they ask parents to volunteer to go to be like chaperones or whatever? No, no. I mean, I don't think so. No, it's all school sponsored, so it's teachers or. Uh, I mean, I th- they have like uh, sponsors or what? Like, I think there's a half dozen teachers that go, but you have to like they. Most of the kids rent gear for the season. Mm-hmm. You go for like six weeks in a row in January and February. Gotcha. Um, you can get an Epic Pass or you can buy like a six-day pass in the yeah. Mid-Atlantic Resorts, which is what she has. So That was cheaper than Just Epic, I assume. Check. Yeah, it was like 180 bucks for her. Oh, yeah. That's not bad at all. Way cheaper. <laughs> That's actually reasonable. Imagine that. <clears throat> Child discount, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this is the last year I think she'll be a child technically because I think at 13 you, you get an adult ticket or whatever. Oh, Todd, how quickly you forget. She can be a child for two or three more years. Do it the hot well, way. Come on. Not, not now. I've, I've already entered her birth date. Oh, yeah, you're fucked. To the epic system. They track you early. I could have made her younger, I guess. You should put into practice the uh, the old, <laughs> what do you call it, the razor blade method, change the dates. Or I could just stuff. make a new account, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. there's less of the, uh, Scott is referencing uh, when we were 30 youths, years old reference. Yeah. Uh, you had printed tickets, and our friend and father would uh, take a razor blade and scrape the date off and turn threes into sixes and... 13s into 16s. They had a 18s. whole shop working it to save lift ticket days. <laughs> Worked really well, actually. <laughs> because no one was paying attention. Like yeah. it was. Does that date, does that date, that number look right? Going through. Yeah, exactly. There's no scanning. No, nothing was electronic. <clears throat> they used to actually use I have a whole to say, bunch of the scanning to seems very half ass in my limited experience with it. You think your vertical feed's incorrect? You're, oh, I don't it, know. I didn't even look at that. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it, it, I can't tell if it actually registered or not. I sort of oh, point like, to where my pass is, and they scan, and it makes a noise. Sometimes they're like, beep, eh. Yeah. It, it should come up with your picture. And yeah. They can look I at th- it. Well, it's funny. Like, 
So I was with two other like middle schoolers and they scanned it and they scanned my daughter, me, and then the other girl and the pictures came up, my daughter, the other girl, and then me for some yeah. reason, even though that's not the sequence in which they scan them. I don't know why, yeah. like one of them read more. Just pick it up on the RFD. You never know. <clears throat> RFID. Said, you, you said, <laughs> they said, you look like an 11 year old girl, not a 48 year old bald man. <laughs> This picture's terrible, young girl. You're almost 48. I'm rounding up. Um, Well, that's exciting. I'm glad she's doing that. Hopefully she'll find the love for it. And um, Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's it's a good hangout with their friends, and that's what you need when you're... That age. At that age. Well, and then, but, you know, hopefully you guys can, if she gets really into it, maybe next season or season after, you can make a trip to, like, Killington or something somewhere on the east coast or hell snowshoe. I don't know if our snowshoe is from where you are, but I looked. It's not that close. It seems like nothing is close to snowshoe, which I guess makes yeah, sense. Yeah, mountains. Of it's West really Virginia. weird. I don't know how. Like, let me let me look while we're talking. I feel like it took us seven or eight hours to get there from Columbia. It definitely took seven or eight hours for us. From here, I yeah, feel like Winter it's Place like was like five. three or four. Maybe Winter Place then is Winter Place closer. Yeah, it's five hours to snowshoe from our house. That's crazy. Um, let's see, Winter Place. I wonder if Winter Place still exists. I assume it does. I hope it does. The place was the shit, man. Had night skiing. I mean, for what it was. Don't get me wrong. It's no, Winter like Place it. is farther away because it's farther south. Yeah, it's west. farther south. That's what I would have figured. Yeah, I wouldn't have figured the west, but definitely the south. Well. <clears throat> yeah, I would say, I mean... Snowshoe is definitely bigger, but I think there are some places in Pennsylvania that are bigger that are like two hours away or three hours mm. away. Makes more sense. Well, yeah, Snowshoe definitely is because Snowshoe engulfed Silver Creek. And so it's basically oh, two mountains. Do they not have so. Silver Creek anymore? I forgot about Silver Creek. No, it's the same place. It's all under the same ownership anyway. It may still be named separately, but it's the, it's like one mega resort. It's like Whistler Black Home sort of a thing. Two mountains. Shuttle between. You could probably even take a lift. I don't know. It's been 20 years since I've been to, I've been to winter, or not winter place. Since I've been to Snowshoe. Actually, more than that. I was in college. Well, maybe it was about 20. Between 20 and 25 years, we'll call it. Um, anyway. All right. Well, good. There's a place called Whitetail. A place called Blue Knob. Are these strip clubs <laughs> or are these ski resorts? Inappropriate. <laughs> Welcome White to White Tail and Blue Knob. Ten dollar cover charge. Oh, it's a ski resort. Oh, okay. I'll put these two dollar bills back in my pocket. I don't know about Blue Knob. That's that's the other type of fucking strip club. Blue Knob, formerly Banana Hammocks, <laughs> right here along the uh, Pennsylvania Turnpike. It's all Amish guys. <laughs> They're fucking Blue Knobs hanging out. Because it's so cold up there. <laughs> uh, welcome in. Welcome in. That's, that's welcome in German. Anyway. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. this is the place that the person was telling me about. They sell pies. Laurel Mountain. Oh. says it has a 761-foot vertical drop. So Boom, bitch. <laughs> Inching ever closer to that 1K oh, vertical. Man. Have you been tracking any of the snow out west? Looking at I have not. 
Yeah, okay. Well, good. It's much better now than it was just a week or two ago. It's looking pretty thin. I'm trying to look at the acreage at Blue Knob. <laughs> Why? I'm curious what's the biggest of these places mm. in Whitetail. It's, again, when you're with someone who's a beginner, I guess it really doesn't matter. But the thing that I would be interested in. No, for sure. Is like, is there anything you can do? Because let's say your daughter just wants to ski for a half day and then go in. Like, cool, but let me get a couple laps in she, for an she hour. She likes skiing. So it no looks complaints. like Whitetail has 865 feet of... Oh, that's the base elevation, sorry. <laughs> uh, it looks like it has 1,000 feet vertical Oh, okay. And yeah, 120 that's acres. That sounds... See, you think that's a lot, but then you get there and you're like, oh, it's four runs. Yeah, yeah. And one lift. Well, no, they they can, they can have a lot of names yeah. for not a lot of runs at most of these places. That too. Yeah, it's like a crossover trail. It's got a whole... Speedster. What? It's 80, 80 <laughs> feet of trail Speedster. to go from white lightning to death knob. And it's called Speedster. And these are all blues, you know. That's where. Uh, Laurel Mountain looks very small. White tail mm-hmm. looks average. And blue knob does, looks somewhere in the middle. So there are no plans to go again with the, the group that you went with. That's sun a couple Sundays ago. Uh, I don't know. There's a place in Maryland too called Wisp. Mm. Um, that's that's I, that's how how covered their base is. Just a wisp, <laughs> just a, a trace wisp of, of snow. snow. I mean, it's right. It's practically in Pennsylvania. It's right on the border. Mm. Well, but that's not far away. I remember a few years ago we went to get the. Christmas I mean, tree Wisp is like, way farther yeah. away than. Oh, okay. Liberty or a round top, it's probably like three or four hours from here. Oh, not worth it. Not for Especially a day trip. For just a wisp of snow. Yeah. And for a day trip. That's the thing that, that I found interesting. None of this is interesting, interesting to anyone listening, but um, living here in Colorado is that, like, from where I live to, say, Vale or Beaver Creek. It's a good two and a half hours if there's any traffic at all. And people will do day trips like that, like it's nothing. Like a two and a half hour drive, ski all day. Six hours, two and a half hours trip home. or whatever. Yeah, up, five upwards. Hours. Five to six. God, your math is fucking horrendous. Well, I didn't yes. hear. I thought you said, said two, two and a half for three hours. Well, yeah, whatever. Five to six hours of driving plus six to seven hours. Like that's a day, man. That is a full fucking day. Yeah, honestly, the hour and a half three hours round trip is sort of about as long as I want to do in a day. <laughs> and that's why I loved a basin so much when it was on Epic. Cause you could, from my door, you could be at a basin in 80 minutes. Yeah. 85 minutes. That's how it was in Portland. It was like about an hour and a half. And although so that's the what, roads are always fucking sketchy as shit to get to Mount hood for some well, reason. And going over Loveland pass to get to a basin or Keystone can be sketchy. It gets a little bald up top, and if it's windy at all, you're like, all right, I can't see the road anymore. And I'm driving my Nissan Maxima sedan without <laughs> snow tires. What the fuck am I doing? And then I'm about to go straight yeah. down this hill on the other side. I've definitely had some sketchy moments and like regretted going that way. Because you can take I-70 all the way around. It just adds like 20 or 30 minutes. It's just not worth it. So, um, <clears throat> But anyway, glad to hear I'm not the only one. 
the things we do for the sport we love. Let me tell you, unbelievable the sacrifices that are made. All right, Todd, what are you looking at? That's a new game on the show. What's Todd looking at online? Checking my email. Oh. What you got? Anything good? No. No? No coupons from Blue Knob? (laughs) Not that I've seen. Formerly Banana Hammocks? Definitely wouldn't open that email. (laughs) We got the uh, Thunder from Down Under team coming through next weekend. All you ladies having bachelorette parties, come on through. Touch some... Uh, uh, Blue Knob does have... Uh, quite a few double black diamonds. Bullshit. It's got 900 vertical feet, and you're, you're trying to tell me it has or 700 vertical feet and has double black diamonds? Oh, it looks like it's a, an inversed mountain, though. Sort of like Snowshoe. Looks like the lodge is at the top. Oh, interesting. I do like that. I or else the, that was unique. this map is just drawn in an odd way. Oh, it's possible. It's the sun on the bottom. Turn it, turn it no. on. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the summit lodge is definitely at the summit of the mountain, so it looks like As it's it a reverse be. thing. Interesting. Okay. Well, like all the you... greens are up at the top, and then farther down the mountain is where there's like a black side. For those listening, that's, that's a black diamond side. That's the more yeah, sorry. difficult mountains. I don't want anyone thinking Todd's. Making no, I'm not racist comment. <laughs> not being racist for the black ski. Whoa, easy time. No, 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 no. All right, I'm looking. At, I'm, I'm yes, looking at the blue knob. Should be more. <laughs> Just bring everybody more in. clear about what I'm. So, saying. like parking and everything's on top. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it looks like parking is to the side. I don't, it doesn't really make any sense the way this map. Oh, is I, I do see. That is okay. That doesn't make any sense. I don't right? know how you get from the parking to the Summit Lodge. There seems to be no lift from there. Yeah, do you walk right? up that entire section? That's very... uh, it. Does there's a P up at Summit Lodge, so maybe you park up there as well. I don't. I don't know. They probably have a shuttle or something that takes you up. <laughs> I bet that's what it is. The big P on the upper left hand corner. There's probably a shuttle that goes up that road, kind of on the left upper left side, takes you up to the top. I bet that's what it is. Or if you get there early enough, you can park at the very top. That's interesting. I always thought Snowshoe was like legit the only one that was like that. But I guess it's all about what the the area around it is like, <clears throat> where the national forest boundaries are, etc., etc., etc. Upper extra blue vert. knob looks to be an independent mountain. Good for them. I respect you that. You can get a season pass for $700. I can't imagine that. That seems very high. No. Why would they? Or you can do a weekday day ticket day pass, is $83. What? What are you looking at? No, it isn't. Oh, that's open to close. Sorry. A day pass is $82. What'd you say? I see different. I see a different price. Adult all <laughs> day. Open to close, $73, Monday through Friday. What? I'm on their website looking at their passes. Hmm. Oh, I was looking, maybe you're looking, this is for Sunday, maybe that's a weekend price. Mm. Maybe during the week it's cheaper. It is cheaper, as it should be. And they have night skiing as well, 4 p.m. to close, Thursday through Sunday yeah. only, 45 night ski- So the place that uh, obviously my daughter went... 
They were night and skiing. We went was round top. They have night skiing because they go after school. Um, they probably get there around four ish or four thirty. That's cool. Um, but the so we were there. We stayed until about six six thirty the day we went. Okay. Um, the lights did not really seem bright enough to do not night so good. skiing. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, they're like those sodium halide lamps that like take yeah. forever to warm up. Um, so at first I was like, ah, oh, they're still warming up. But then I think they were pretty much full on. I was like, <laughs> I don't feel like you can see. They were sort of, it was, it was throwing from one side across the whole thing, which is not ideal mm, across no. the whole slope. Right. Um, but yeah, they seemed a little, little dim for my eyes. I don't think that was just old man vision. I think they think they were just a little twilighty. It's too bad. Now, granted, once it gets darker, you need less light to see. Yeah, of course. So maybe it's just because it was sort of twilighty when I was utilizing the... Twilighty. That's a term I've never heard before. The light. Dusk. Is that better? Yeah, it is. Blue Knob, the highest skiing available in the state of Pennsylvania. Ooh. Claim to fame, people. Claim... To fame. I'm looking for like some it's webcams. The, it's the tallest knob in the, the tallest state. knob, the knob that stands the most erect in the state of Pennsylvania, the blue knob. You had to go there. Uh, I did. Oh, there we go. Vertical drop, 1,072 feet. Yeah, 35% intermediate, 35% advanced, 10% expert terrain. So maybe this is your spot, Todd. Uh, you're not allowed to have drones at Blue Knob for some reason. Fuck them. Not going then. Private lessons. Isn't there like a? It's not a. Shit! What are the cameras called? It's not a GoPro, but there's like a. You can have one that just sort of follows you. Yeah. Like above it's a, you. It's a drone. Is that a, but yeah. That's a drone. Yeah. That'd be awesome for skiing. I follow runners that use that for some. Like they're mountain runners, they they have. I've seen snowboarders at least that that do that. We talked about that on this very show at some point because you showed me some fucking you sent me some Instagram thing as you often do, and it was like, how is this guy getting? Oh the right, footage? right, right. We were talking. I think we were talking about uh, it was your Candide guy. dude. Yeah, Candide Thoreau. Yeah. But that one. But, but I has, think the one he definitely he has actually follow. has a guy. Yeah, he has follow. Yeah, he guys. has follow guys that follow him. But I saw one just recently where a guy went off a Which that, massive That seems insane jump. to me. Again, just to jump into that. The follow guy? To be a follow camera guy. Because yeah, you have thanks. to ski just as fast as those fucking maniacs. And <laughs> you have to make sure you're like Hang on. And no poles. And you're not paying full attention to what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's rarely I mean, easy I know they're not, they're not launching the same airs in the same way anyway. But there's a lot of they're times they launching. are catching the same amount of air. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are obviously also excellent skiers. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. That's that's a crazy gig. If you can get it. Um, there's only a few people. I think you can get can it pretty that. easily because there well, aren't a lot of people that can do that. That's what I mean. But you have to be good I mean, easily to in that the uh, the competition, I can't imagine, is huge. There's only a handful that can do it. Difficult yes. to do because difficult to do. That was descriptive. Difficult to do because. Difficult I mean, it do. would be difficult to obtain the position because it's 
you have to be it is hard to do as sports. you mentioned excellent skier and have some filmography bona right. fides some bona fides on the filming that aspect of things i agree um bona fides. yeah that too um anyway so todd will not be applying for the opening for candide thoreau's cameraman um I mean, if he needs a stationary camera person, I can. Do oh that. sure, I'll stand at the bottom of the mountain and I don't, shoot up. I don't want to be the follow cam. I mean, right. I would like to. I just don't want you to. You don't die. qualify. You're not good enough. Let's call it what it is. Todd, let's switch gears completely. Let's do it. Eagles. What happened to this season? They're out. They got booted. They got I don't know. killed. They. they... They were what, one and five in their last six games or something. It, it just, yeah, it they were apart. ten and one, and then they just decided to shit the bed. Shit the bed, literally. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, like, I they've definitely had some health issues and um, some other stuff, but it, but it wasn't like key players. Like Jalen, Jalen was okay. Jalen right? hurts. Uh he's had some injuries, but. But he played. I don't know. I honestly don't understand what happened. The uh, that's a shame because I have no fucking clue. I thought you'd know. Yeah, <clears throat> I saw something that was like uh, it was like a Instagram meme. Mm-hmm. It was like a kid. Well, I can't now. I can't even remember what it was, but it was like this will go well. Uh, it was a kid carrying a glass of water or something, and he's he was walking it and had like the Eagles logo on his head. And he's walking and he sort of drops some of the water and it's like the Eagles like midway through the season and he drops it and he starts freaking out. She's like, Oh no, it's scary when he dropped the water. He's like, ah, he starts crying. It's like, that's basically what the Eagles did the rest of the season. They'd like lost, mm. lost their second, their second loss and just freaked out. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's going to be a lot of blame on the coaches. Cause I feel like they had a decent team, obviously like, mm-hmm. Yeah, the first 10 games. Uh, if you like listen you to Bill Simmons, which I tend to yes, listen to his podcast, I don't always agree with him, but he's like, I think Sirianni is a good coach, and I think Sirianni is a decent coach. I think losing both their offensive and defensive coordinators mm. was a Mid-season? huge loss. Or going into the No, season. before the season. So their okay. offensive coordinator is now the head coach of uh, – no, wait, their defensive coordinator is the Cardinals head coach. Okay. And their offensive coordinator, I don't know what happened to him, but so they had young, younger coaches. And then they brought in that fucking numb nuts from the Patriots, mm. whose name I can't remember. Was their de- They brought in midway through the season. And I don't know. Their def- the whole team just sort of lacked energy and life for a lot of the season. Just didn't seem like they were, there's just cared. bad vibes, <laughs> which sounds like bullshit, but yeah. It it didn't look like anybody was having any fun. Like the offense was never like popping. Like I think they played some shittier teams in the first half of the season. They were good mm-hmm. enough. Like it had enough raw talent to beat them, but they never felt dominant ever. Right. And the defense never really put any pressure on anyone, and they had a pretty decent defense last year. Mm. It's just. So, it's, I mean, the good thing is the yeah. owner like will spend money and is a competitive guy. So I. I have confidence they'll be they'll be back hopefully back next year but it's just if if it had happened the complete opposite way where they started 1 and 5 and then finished 10 and 1 
Yeah, I think that that's makes way sense. Better. <laughs> it's not only way better, and they'd probably still be alive in the playoffs, but that makes sense. Like, okay, we had issues, yeah, yeah. new coordinators, yeah, the, but to do it the, the other way around is weird. The thing that's so weird, yeah, like you said, is like they had injuries, but not like, I mean, A.J. Brown, obviously, huge wide receiver loss for that playoff game, but he was there the last five weeks when they sucked against mm-hmm. mediocre and good teams, so it's not like... He was the, it wasn't, it never felt like there was one person that was like a huge difference maker. It's like everybody right. just kind of sucked or played mediocre and they need them I mean. to play yeah. at least to their level. They didn't lose a star back or like, like we talked about, they didn't lose the quarterback. They may have lost some guys, but not 10 and one. Yeah. To one and I mean, five Jalen Hurts had a broken middle finger that they talked about yeah. on the broadcast. Pop it into place. Move along. Let's go. But, uh, I mean... <laughs> Uh, Eli Manning is like, yeah, you don't really need that one the most. Like he's like, I, I tied it. I, I tried it. I taped up my finger and I threw, threw the ball around. And he's like, that one's probably the, the one you need the least. I mean, I'm no quarterback, but I feel like the thumb's really important. And probably the pointer is really important. Cause that's, yeah, that's basically pushing. what he said. Pinky sort of pinky thumb and pointer finger are yeah, like the key ones. It. Cause they, you're, yeah. those are your main points of contact on the ball. Yeah. I should have played. I knew I should have played. Yeah. Yeah, that that was your. <laughs> that was what <laughs> held you. That's back, what held me back. Yeah, your pinky, my damn pinky. Always had a weak pink. Um, it's funny yeah. now. I feel like you have to be. Like, if there's somebody six feet or under, it's hard to to see over the linemen and like be able to throw the ball. Yeah, that's why. Uh, what's his name? You mentioned Arizona. Fucking the little shrimp kid playing there. Some with a K, Kyle. Kyler. Kyler. Kyler Murray. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a phenomenon because he's like five. He's probably not, but I feel like he's five, eight. Like he's a short kid. He's definitely not NFL quarterback height. Yeah. Cause standard. a lot of them are like six, four. Yeah. Uh, it says he's five, 10. Okay. Fair enough. So, so am I. He probably is five, eight. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably, yeah, he's five, 10 and spikes or cleats or whatever. So. Spike. Yeah, it gives him an extra two inches. I'm a track guy. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's shocking. And I, I don't think he's as good as he was. He was kind of a phenom when he came in the league. I think he's kind of cooled off a little. I could be wrong. I don't know how to follow the NFL. Um, but yeah, you're right. Most quarterbacks are six four, six five. The success. I looked up what his real height was, and it says at the NFL Combine, Murray was not expected to match his listed height of five ten because colleges often exaggerate measurements to make players more attractive professional teams. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, exactly. Got to get that check, which he did. I think he got that max max contract a year or two ago, so he's doing fine, um, even at the small stature that he holds for himself. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird, weird weekend, and we don't often talk NFL on this show, but... Um, did you watch any of that game that was on Peacock that got all the hype because it was on Peacock? I watched a little bit of all the games. Chiefs Dolphins. I probably watched um, the most of the Chiefs Dolphins game just because it was on the Peacock only the it. only good game was the the Lions game. Yeah, the Lions game. Where oh, the Lions Rams down to the end. Yeah, the battle of the switched quarterbacks. That's fucking crazy that they switch teams and they face. <laughs> I guess that was two seasons ago, but still, and they face each other in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. But yeah, I didn't watch that one, but that one was that did come down in the end. I heard, I heard that was very close. 
That was that was definitely the best of the game. There weren't there weren't a lot of great games in the wild card round. No, most of them were kind of blowouts. I I wanted to see the Buffalo game just for the snow impact, but I I was busy doing something. Ended up not turning it on. Was it snow snow again? You said you watched a little bit of every game. Did you see the Buffalo? Uh, game? I probably watched the least of that game. Now that I'm remembering it, it I mean the stuff they were showing on the field looked fine. Yeah, I mean that's I saw what I a bunch of pre and whatever uh yeah footage that all definitely the fans no, clearing I mean, out not surprising fucking buffalo one to three feet uh, was the forecast. why the fuck don't they have a dome so uh, by the way i don't know what i was listening to i was i think it was a local sports show i was just going to the grocery store or something i flipped it on for 90 seconds and they apparently they're building a new stadium for the bills and the owner was like he he did like a public this vote. Is our advantage, fuck you guys. <laughs> on Twitter or something, and it was like sixty five thirty five people wanted a roof, and he was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> I'm just building a new stadium, no roof. We're gonna keep this going." Now he might have something that, like, where you can turn on a heater and heat up the seat so that you don't have to fucking pay fans twenty bucks an hour to come shovel it. I don't know, but the fact that there's still no roof and that now, now obviously again. For four months of the year, or four months of the football season, it's fine. September, October, November at least, you don't have to worry about too much. But yeah, if you're playing playoff games or even December games, you might get three feet of snow, bro. Like, it makes sense yeah, to have a dome. It is, I guess if, you know, I think they do see it as an advantage. Yeah. Because obviously, like, Miami, <laughs> they're like, I'm not playing in this shit. Miami? No, Miami played Kansas play? City. It was Kansas City. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, same negative situation. 27 Sorry. wind chill or whatever. Yeah, that looked fucking miserable. Oh, man. And the fans. I, I read an article just today or I saw a headline that there were like 12 the, people. Who did the Bills that, play? Who am I thinking of? Bills played. Uh, I don't know who the Bills played. But it wasn't Miami. Tampa? Tampa Bay? Was no, it the Bucks? The Eagles no, because the Bucks won. That's right. That's who the Eagles played. You look that up. Uh, Bills. But, but yeah, that Kansas City game, the wind chill was negative 27. Like, fuck that. That's what it was like here in Denver over the weekend. I didn't want to step outside. I did. I went for oh, a They run, played the Steelers. The Steelers. That's what it was. Oh, they're used to that shit weather, so that's fine. Yeah, I was about to say, Pittsburgh's the same. That fucking lake effect bullshit. They also have an outdoor stadium. Three, Three Rivers, isn't that the one? That's an outdoor yeah, show. I don't know if it's still that stadium, but yes. Yeah. Used to be. Um, but yeah, man, just, uh, oh, that's what, I was, that's what I was saying. I saw a headline that 12 people were treated for frostbite. And they kept showing these idiots on the screen that were shirtless. Like, I, I don't even understand how you can do that. I would be uncomfortable immediately <laughs> if I took my shirt off when it was, forget the wind chill, it was like negative six. If it was 20 degrees and I took my shirt off, I'd be cold immediately. I'm not, now, I'm not saying they were sitting like that the whole game, but fuck that, man. If I'm paying 250 bucks to go to see game, I'm going to have hand warmers. I'm going to be as comfortable as I can be. Enjoy the experience, sure. But I'm not taking my fucking shirt off just to get on TV and have the announcers go, look at this moron. Some people do anything for their 15 seconds, I guess. Speaking of which, if you've, not, if you've never seen me on my... Uh, Special appearance on the Gilmore Girls. Check it out. Season 2, Episode 8, Road Trip to Harvard. Anyway, um, so yeah, what uh, next weekend is, I guess the 
what do they call them? The semis, whatever the game before the conference finals. Divisional round. Divisional round. Conference. Thank you. Then the conference. So, any games you're looking forward to there? Sports chat here. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna pull for the Ravens. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot they're, they're still playing there. the Texans. That they should beat them pretty handily, but Texans shouldn't have won, right? Was that a surprise from the win their first round game? Um, I think it was a little bit of surprise. They dominated the fuck out of whoever they played. Um, who did they play? Boy, Todd, for somebody who watched a little bit of every game, you sure don't remember shit about the games. Um, it's all running together in your head. did they play? Yeah, they are all running together. Understood. I mean, I didn't say I played paid close attention. I didn't give a shit about who won really? any of the games. So. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a given. It doesn't matter. Me... No one cares. Good. Yeah, just pull up the fucking scores. It's not that hard. I'm trying to. Houston Texans last weekend beat the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yeah, the Browns are supposed to be good. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just saying. they shit the bed. Houston Texans. Who'd they beat? Oh, you! I thought you were saying that's who they played. No! Uh, So the Texans played, yeah, they played the Browns. Wow. I just fucking made that up. That's amazing. Okay, good. And they beat their asses. So congratulations. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'm looking forward to the, I'm going to pull for the Ravens. They'd, sure. Actually, all these games should be pretty good. You got the Texans, Ravens, Chiefs, Buffalo. You get the rematch of the Ooh. 13 second game or whatever That was called. a That was a good fucking game a couple years back, yeah. Um, the Packers and the 49ers. The 49ers will probably dominate, but the Packers looked fucking good last week. They stomped the Cowboys. Surprisingly, yeah. Was happy to and see And then that. the Lions, Tampa Bay. I assume the Lions will win they that should. game pretty handily. I mean, Baker Tampa Mayfield Bay looked good against the Eagles, but the Eagles college. sucked. Yeah. What's that? I said Baker Mayfield hasn't won two games in a row since college, so there's no chance he's going to do it for the Bucks. But I mean, I yeah, the Kansas City Buffalo game obviously will be good, and I, I mean, they're all interesting. That may be the only like competitive game. I don't know. <laughs> the, That's in Kansas City, right? Feel like heavy favorites. Uh, yes. Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because Buffalo was a wild card team. I think. Yeah. That's uh, eh, in Kansas City. It's got to be. They got to. It's got to be in Kansas City. In Buffalo. Um. Yeah, I might watch some of those. Is that just Saturday and Sunday? There's only four games, right? Two per? Let's see. The Chiefs at the Bills. Oh, they're playing in Buffalo. You're wrong. Good for me. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, yes. None of this Monday bullshit. Okay, good. That'll be good. Exciting. That's That's the 630 game on Sunday. Yeah, that'll be... That'll be a good one. I'll be watching that shit, bro. Bro. Go NFL. This is really the only time of year I watch. Ugh, it's on CBS. God damn it. Oh, that's a shame. I don't have a good way to watch that. <laughs> oh. I gotta do the illegal stream. I thought it I thought I thought it was an announcer's issue. No, 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 no. I, I like Collinsworth Romo. or something. No, Collinsworth is on NBC. I love Collinsworth, man. <laughs> Whatever drugs you're taking to allow you to like Collinsworth. Ship some down down my way because I mean I I like I Buck and Aikman too. I like most of the announcer pairs to be honest with you. I don't mind Buck and Aikman. 
they're pretty milk toast, but they Aikman clearly knows what he's talking about. So does Joe Buck. Joe Buck, he's been doing it for a long time. He's more of a baseball guy, but you know, he I can don't do know who's football. doing the Packers 49ers. I don't think that game will be close. 49ers are fucking strong, man. Yeah, the 49ers are going to dominate they're gonna, probably. Yeah, they're going to slap an ass. I mean, the Packers look good, but I wouldn't. Yeah, they can't do that two weeks in a row. They're out. Baker Mayfield's out. Those are my predictions. 49ers are going to win. Buffalo's going to win in a shocker. Um, and that's all I remember. Detroit's going to win. And somebody else is going to win. Don't know who. Whoever's right, and so Baltimore's Houston at Baltimore will be Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Green yeah. Bay is Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson. Actually, I like Greg Olson. I like He's Greg good. Olson. He is good. I do like Greg Olson. Former Braves catcher. <laughs> Not that Greg Olson. Oh, okay. Different Greg. He was Only a one G. Tight teams. end? He was a tight for, end for Dallas. I don't remember who he played for. For Dallas. He played for Dallas. He played for somebody. I think he played for Green Bay, too. He may have. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Then Collinsworth and Tarico is Tampa Bay, Detroit. Mm, can't watch it. And Romo and Nance for Kansas City, Buffalo. I like Romo and Nance. That's a good combo. Romo's fine. He's kind of full of pretty, These are all pretty good. It's fucking Skechers commercials. Yeah, I will not be watching the Lions game. It's a shame because I like Tarico. I respect Tarico. He's more of a golf guy, but. <laughs> Why do you hate Collinsworth? He's so the much? fucking worst. His fake Southern <laughs> accent. His his comments are stupid. He doesn't have a fake southern accent, does he? He's got something going on. I don't know what it is. He's just annoying. He's, he's he looks like a fucking muppet. I think that's the problem I have with him. He looks like one of those skinny-headed muppets. The funny thing is his his son is like a yeah, like a guy now too. He yeah. does um he does college. Like the Well, no, he was doing some NFL stuff just like sideline stuff or like yeah. Before the game. The before the game. Pre-game. Yeah, he's the host of the pregame show. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, his son's fine. You can tell it's his this son. Collinsworth is from Ohio. Maybe that's the problem. They they always impersonate him on the Phil Simmons podcast. My, I got to tell you, Mike, I, we talked to these guys this week. Ah, it's, it's just amazing. He's the worst. <laughs> Just that bad. I, I love when they're like, we talked to the, you know, we talked to the coaches all week, and they were telling yeah. us they're really liking what they're seeing out of the team. They always say the same shit. I know, <laughs> like they're spending an hour in the cigar bar with the coaches. You got 15 minutes to ask them questions. Don't bullshit us. We're on to your scam, Collinsworth. We don't believe it. Yeah, I wonder how much they actually do chat with the coaches before the game. Is it is it like an hour? Here's what I th- here's what well, it's a presser. They have a regular press conference and they have a press conference with the TV guys. So it's more intimate. But the the other insights that they get are, I think the day or two before, they'll go to like the practices and like just, you know, be man on the street sort of thing. And like in between plays or when they're taking a water break, they'll ask some of the players questions. You know, what what, what are you looking forward to? What kind of setup are you looking for? You know, what kind of defense do you think you're going to run? What kind of shit package? can I say that we talked about on TV? Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, Collinsworth moved to Florida when he was four, so he grew up in Florida, looks like. That makes sense. Chris spelled C-R-I-S. That's another thing I hate about it. Unusual spelling of Chris. Stupid spelling. Stupid. <clears throat> Inaccurate and incorrect is actually what I'd call it. And Chris is his middle name. His first name is Anthony. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to say his first name was... Also, Chris. Chris, Chris, Collinsworth. 
The first Chris yeah, with an his H. His first name is Chris with a K. The middle name <laughs> C R I S. We're just making shit up as we go along here. Nobody knows why. Welcome to his first the name is Crispy. Crispy. Crispy Chris. Crispy Chris. <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. Crispy Chris Collinsworth. Actually, his first name is Luda. <laughs> Luda Chris. Okay, it's actually spelled correctly if we're going that route. Yeah, I agree. At long last, Luda Luda. Luda Chris Collinsworth. Man, they should do they should do a commercial with Luda and Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> they really should. They would both yes, do it because Luda's a fucking should. Luda's a, a whore for <clears throat> commercials for sure. He's all over the place, but. Um, I would like to see those two together because Ludacris is like five seven and Chris Collinsworth is <laughs> like six, six, six. Yeah, <laughs> that would be an interesting pairing. Have it, make sure they're standing, whatever they do. Um, oh, it says right. Ludacris is five eight. I'm not, I'm not believing that. Again, five eight is Jordan's. He's probably five six and a half in reality. Put that motherfucker in some bare feet. See how tall he stands. Todd. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to the NFL games this weekend. Luda Luda. Luda Luda. That's right. Don't you mean roll out? No, I don't. Have you seen that commercial? No. It he's in, he's in a State Farm commercial. Oh. Where this family's home is leaking. He's like, this is ludicrous. And I'm the determiner of ludicrous like or whatever. It. And he's like, I got to go. And the, the husband's like, don't you mean roll out? And he's like, no, no, I don't. And then they drop that song in right there as no, he's they leaving. Don't, unfortunately, <laughs> they couldn't afford to pay the rights. Was that the rollout backbeat there? Yeah. Okay. By the way, this is somewhat related, somewhat relevant. I was coming home from something, maybe dropping off Isle at school or grocery store or something. And when it's a short drive like that, I just put on the local hip hop station. And they played, um, I forget the actual name of the song, but the Outcast song, whatever, Fresh, So Fresh, So Clean, whatever the name of that song is. Yeah. God damn, that thing is catchy, man. It was, this must have been a few weeks ago because I rolled my windows down and was just bumping it and pulled it in the garage. And I walked in and Jamie's like, why was your radio so fucking loud? And I was like, that song just got me. Just took me back uh, 25 years. The song years. is called So Fresh and So Clean. Is it? Good. Or just So Fresh, So Clean. So Fresh, So Clean is a fucking jam, man. If you're out there and never heard I it mean, or haven't all, heard it in a while. All the, pretty much all the... All the Stankonia album? Are, yeah, they, it really... All of Stankonia for sure. It's just... Oh, man. It's fucking fresh. <laughs> it's, a tight, it's a tight jam. So I, uh, I maxed out my speakers on the bass side and just fucking... And then that was just stuck in my head for the rest of the day. That's been over the Christmas break. Can't remember when it was, but it was warm because I rolled, I rolled the windows down. Wouldn't have done that this past weekend. It's fucking titties cold this past weekend. Good God. What's a boy to do? Now Todd's bumping to it. So we'll just uh, pause here for station identification while Todd doesn't pay a <laughs> goddamn bit of attention to what we're talking about anymore. I'm listening. And just listens to Stanconia. Where do they rate in the hip hop pantheon, Todd? Are they in your Mount Rushmore? The duo for me of personally? Outcast? Yeah, for you personally. No, and Dr. Dre's top five. 
Yes, you personally. Um, I'm asking you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. The thing is, like, I didn't like the the split album that much. Their follow up, yeah. With Hey Ya, and I mean, there's good songs on it, but I don't know. But yes, this album and Equimini. Yeah, they probably make the Mount Rushmore. I mean, okay. do they have to take two spots, or do they no, 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 no. They could just be one. They could just be one head, just split, like those girls from Maury, where they got two heads growing <laughs> out of one body. That's that's what we could do for the the outcast. I boys. mean, they're just like they have Andre such a unique boy. flow, and there's I, again, I'm not a huge hip hop head, so I'm hang sure on, I'm hang on, tons of people. Stop the presses. You're not okay. Fair enough. So I I'm I don't feel qualified to make a Mount Rushmore, but of the band like, the band. I haven't really listened to much <laughs> hip hop in the past ten or fifteen years. But sure. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people from our generation who listen to a ton of hip hop mm-hmm. growing up, and I yeah. feel like for some reason that missed a lot of that. Because you were into. I don't know what you were into at the at the height. I mean, of, I was into like grunge and grunge and emo punk and, and stuff like that. But punk, like, yeah. people were listening to hip hop. I don't know. If, like when I was in college, there was definitely like a, uh, and this has to do with all the '90s like sellout stuff. Not even that, but like you, you were a certain type of music person, and you listened to that kind of music. I mean, there was mm. variation across that, but like, yeah, you weren't listening to like country music and hip hop or a lot of people weren't I would say right and honestly like even the more mainstream grunge and alternative stuff was like off limits because it was it was too commercial Pearl Jam Nirvana yeah I mean I listened to those first albums but like once I got more into punk I was like I can't listen to this commercial shit there was definitely that mindset yeah when I was Um, in college too and and hip hop was all like there was no to my knowledge, no independent hip hop. So I didn't listen to that either though. Mm. I think I painted, obviously these were artificial rules that like, yes, of course. I just thought existed that were stupid, but so I don't know. I feel like I missed out on a lot of like hip hop from the mid, the early to, but hang 90s. on a second, hang on a second though. You and I both worked at a college, an independent non-commercial college radio station. You know there was hip hop that wasn't mainstream. Now, was yeah. it reaching anyone? No. I mean it, it was wasn't. it was harder to find. Much harder. Probably. Or yeah. I wasn't looking for it, so that made it harder to find. I mean also I, I found some very obscure music, but I wasn't looking for indie hip hop or right. whatever. Okay, that's fair. Um But yeah, I mean but well it's 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 just hard to compare generations. Because, like, if, if I think about kids in college now, their music experience and their exposure to new, to new music is 180 degrees different. Yeah. In every way from what we had. In every way. We didn't have Bandcamp. Yeah. We didn't have Spotify. I didn't have, I we didn't have, have Pandora. TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> you didn't even have or, Napster, I don't think. I had Napster in college, but that didn't we expose didn't, me We to didn't new really things. have the internet, to be exactly. fair. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Everything I'm, I'm naming, of course, is digital. So... There's um, no cell phones. Right. Imagine that, kids. So. No cell phones. Um, but so I, I, I don't Definitely know no if... streaming. No, no streaming at all. So I don't know if kids in college now, even 
kids that work at WSPF. I don't know if they're having the same experience that we had in terms of exposure to new music. Because no, they're definitely not. I'm, but I'm saying that was just my experience is like, I didn't really yeah. listen to hip hop yeah. until I got out of college. Actually, until I got out of grad school, really. Interesting. I mean, the other, I, the other thing is like, <clears throat> there were songs that were like super popular that you just heard on the radio, like outcast songs or whatever song, like uh Eminem third songs, eye blind. Like Dre I didn't songs. like third oh. eye blind, but I heard that do, 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 do song on the fucking right. radio all the time. <laughs> like, sure. And people are like, what do you mean? You listen to the radio. It's like you, it was tapes or maybe you had a disc man in your car or you just on the radio. And I feel like the radio was just playing more places. Like it was, restaurants and shit yeah like, restaurants was, shops sure i mean they had satellite radio but people like not every fucking business had um pandora no. or s- s- satellite no. radio a lot of places would just play the radio yeah and it, you'd it hear the whatever. commercials god forbid yeah. <clears throat> it'd either be like top 40 or a rock station or whatever but it, it, it wasn't a huge like right the the popular culture of music was way more compressed yes very much so. It's back when there was a monoculture. Now, like, yeah, it's it's impossible to like. I feel like it's impossible to break through unless you're Taylor Swift or something. Like, yeah, there's there's ten super artists and everyone else has like ten thousand fans and the other seven billion people. And they're fighting for scraps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it used to be a top forty. Now it's a top five. You're right. If you're not Taylor Swift or Drake or fuck, I don't know. There's just a handful yeah, of people that, who are those. I'm not even that's not even like disparaging those people. I'm just saying like they're yeah, you are the number of like <clears throat> massively popular people is far fewer than it was. This is because you can't make you can't Swift make pop. money selling selling albums anymore. You have to tour or yeah, gain your money through other sources. Absolutely, it's absolutely true. And I was just listening to a podcast earlier today with John McEnroe, of all people. And they were briefly talking about how, like, the death of the band. He's a huge hip-hop head. He's not a huge hip-hop head. He's a, he's a guitarist. Like, he's he's done some appearances with well-known bands. And it's like, who are John the six... McEnroe? Yeah. He plays guitar? Yeah. Like, who are the successful that. bands still today? It's bands that were successful 25 years ago. It's Metallica. Foo Fighters. It's Foo Fighters. <laughs> it's like it's a handful of bands that are still out there. It's the fucking Rolling Stones U2. still out there playing shows. <laughs> U2 playing The Sphere in Vegas. Yeah, I can't believe the Rolling Stones just released an album last year. It's like... Unbelievable. You're fucking 80 years old. Yeah, not in a good way. I haven't listened to it, but I promise you, good. ladies and gentlemen, it's shit. No, it's not. It can't be good. I, Give me a fucking Yeah, break. I would agree that it's probably shit, but I think that... uh. I'm very it, it biased. It got good reviews. Yeah, of course it did. A bad review might literally kill the band, like literally kill them. Mick Jagger is review. 80 years old. I mean, that's ridiculous. But anyway, it was talking about the death of bands, and it's true because like new brand, new bands breaking out, breaking out, I'm doing it in air quotes, it's, it's so difficult to become the level of popular that you need to be to to truly be a, a you know a massive hit or a success. The most successful bands are bands that have put out 15 albums already, have that built-in fan base of millions, people are just buying their stuff. 
individual artists, it's possible to do it, but also extremely difficult. I mean, it's it's not entirely true that there aren't any like popular bands. I just feel like they're okay. There's no like rock thinking, bands. How about that? I think there are, but I think that their level of notoriety is just smaller. Like I was thinking, there's this band Boy Racer that I guess put out an album last year that's supposed to be really good. I don't really know their music that well, but I sure. I I know they did some like in-store stuff at the local record store and I oh. I see it on a lot of people's like top 10 lists. Okay. Um there's a band from Baltimore called Turnstile which is like a punk band. S T I L E. S T I L E. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of them. Um which is but bands like that and like Pup like yeah. I think those like those that. bands make like a living touring. And I I I know that like Turnstile was on like Jimmy Kimmel or some like late mm. night show. Like I think there's still is a place to make a living doing that, but like, but that's the thing. Um, there's a it, difference between that's so fragmented. Like their, yeah. their audience is probably maybe a million people. I don't know. I don't know how many fans they have. Yeah. Let's not have you do math, but that's the thing. Like there's a difference between making a living, which is what you can hope to do now. But 25, 30 years ago, you could actually hope to, have a breakout album and become a yeah, rock band. I think that's gone. That, I don't think that happens anymore. It just doesn't happen for, again, for bands. Yeah, you have to have existed back then. It's just, yeah, the dream, the, the dream is dead. I guess is what I'd say. Just because there's so but many, I, fewer that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know if it's completely dead. Like, I think you can, like if, I don't know what turnstile makes they have. I'm looking at them. They have, 474,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. Like they probably, there's, I think there's probably like five people in that band. Yeah. So that doesn't help. No. Um, be a three piece. (laughs) Gotta be a three piece Uh, or the, or the white stripes model, the two piece. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, they're touring in Mexico this spring. And then in South America. By the way, I think that helps. If you're big enough that you can do the international tour. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're clearly doing well enough to travel internationally, tour internationally. That again, you're not making millions, but that that so, puts you at yeah, that. Yeah, like next I said, level. they may have like two million fans, five million fans around the world. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that translates to. I I imagine they can probably expect to earn maybe $60,000 a member. I have no idea, but yeah. like, I don't think they're like rolling in it. I mean, no, I think you're right. feel like it. If it's you're a lower middle class but... <laughs> life, which granted if you're lower middle class, but you're fucking playing music for a living and you're making 50 or 60 yeah. grand a year, you're, you're winning life. You're, you're doing you're great. Young. Especially if you're, yeah, 25 to 35 years old, but God forbid you want to get married, have a kid or two. You can't do that. It doesn't work. You're going to get divorced because you're not home 200 days a year. Your kid's going to hate you because you're going to get addicted to drugs. They like only have four members. They've okay. had that helps six people in the band. So we'll call it 70 grand. But I, yeah, I just it's it's tough and it sucks because it's it's that much more difficult to reach that pinnacle that you want. Yeah, to reach. I guess your point is they're not going to be a platinum selling artist, and even no. if they were. They're they're making, yeah, twenty grand off of that. You, you don't you don't own a home in the Hollywood Hills. You don't have porn <clears throat> stars walking around topless. 
you know, all the stuff that you dreamed about when you were trying to start a band when you were 16 years old, whatever, some, uh, everyone's dream is a little different. Um, they were nominated for three Grammy awards. So this is even like an obscure band. And and by the way, that's a good point. So that helps. If you get that recognition of winning a granny Grammy, winning some sort of a granny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a sugar mama and you're fine. No, you win a Grammy and then you can do commercials. Then you can put a song on a soundtrack. That's how you start making. That's when you get those like side revenue opportunities. But it's how many bands are, are, are doing that nowadays? It's so few. Yeah, not a lot. I keep coming full circle back to my original point. So I don't know. What do I care? I'm not one of those people trying to be in a band that's uh, making it like that. But But when I was in a band, when I was a teenager, that dream was still alive. And so I can relate to it. I can relate to it hard. Hoard, yo. And uh, I just, I have sympathy for those guys. According to peopleai.com. Oh. No idea what that is. Peopleai.com. Don't like, don't like the, they, they, uh, they, they being turnstile? say that turnstile band's net worth is 17.2 million, which is way higher than I would have thought. So who knows uh, how accurate that is? I bet turnstile would be like, no fucking way. Are we hang on. Much money? What, what does that even mean? A band's net worth? Is that what they've ever earned lifetime? Okay. I might go for that, but. How can you calculate a bit? You just combine the net okay. worth of the members? No. Fair, fair enough. Here. Yeah, please. Turnstile band net worth are calculated by comparing Turnstile band's influence on Google, Wikipedia, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook okay. with anybody else in the world. So that's not, that means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Potential earning power has nothing to do with how much money they've ever Your, earned. Your uh, social impressions are not. <laughs> yeah. Give me a fucking break. Okay. So that's completely. I mean, they may be in the level of Spotify where they're making, like, legit money. Well, didn't we? We talked about that a few weeks ago. Or you look, you had some place where you could look up what they got, what bands were actually earning on Spotify. And it was, it was nothing except for Taylor Swift and, and people of her ilk. Or, well, there's only, there's only one T Swifty. Um, but people up near that level where you have, you know, 50 million, listens or a hundred million or like Bieber with 2 billion for some of his songs, that sort of shit. Then you're actually making some money. But otherwise, I, we talked about this specifically. It was like, cause I made fun of you trying to do the math. It was like one ten thousandth of a yeah, cent yeah. for every listen or some, some ridiculous number like that. Maybe it was, they make, they but. Spotify pays artists between three one thousandths of a cent and five one thousandths of a cent per stream on average. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, well, actually, that's not crazy, but it just shows you how difficult it is. Let's say it's one five thousandth of a cent. Okay, so for every five thousand listens, you get a penny. Yeah. So you have to have you have to have a half million to get a dollar. How many bands have half a million listens in the in the pantheon of bands? The top one percent of the top one percent. And again, that's just Spotify. I understand there are other revenue streams, literally out there but um i don't even know what i'm arguing about the point is it's just difficult to to make money even if you're a pretty well-known band and getting hundreds of thousands if not millions of listens you know five million listens is 10 bucks how does that math work how does that math work todd tell me you're the math guy it doesn't work 
What am I drunk? Todd's not the math guy. I apologize if you guys just heard that. I dropped my fucking water bottle. Turnstile has uh, 1.2 million monthly listeners. What does that mean, though? Monthly listens to their songs or listeners? I've never understood what that meant. I've seen that uh, on Spotify all the time. I'm I like, mean, they're a verified artist or whatever that's worth. Okay. There have been 32 million streams of their number one streamed song. So that's not bad. You're getting there. We're getting to where we're talking real money here. That's yeah. 60 bucks by I mean, my, by my Obviously, the, <laughs> the touring. <laughs> is, that, is that really only 60 bucks? Jesus it is. Fucking Christ, if 5 million is 10 bucks, 30 million is 10 bucks times six. That's 60 bucks. Congrats, guys. They got to split that. There's no way they paid that little. Is there? You said one five thousandth of a cent per listen. So 5,000 listens is a penny. 50,000 listens is a dime. 500,000 listens is a dollar. 5 million listens is $10. 30 million listens is $60. If I multiply 32 million times... 0.005 0.005 I get 160,000 Okay That's 160,000 pennies oh, so you right, take, right, right So you gotta take two zeros dollars. off of that Jesus So six. Okay, 1,600, but whatever Whatever the fucking math works out to be I was doing the 5,000, you're doing the 3,000 I think, but it's not a lot. And then you gotta, crazy. You got to split it amongst <laughs> yeah, four people. Pennies. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's a cent. It's you got to pay taxes. Like it's, it's, and then you got to pay your manager. So if you, fucking, if you make $1,600 off of 32 million plays, that's just fucking pathetic. Yeah. 1600, 1600 bucks a month. I really don't understand how, how Spotify can exist. Because they're only paying Bands listen. <laughs> no, I I know how they exist. I don't oh, okay. understand how like people allow their music to be played on there. Because it's, like, it's, why it's would exposure. You... Like you said, who, you have... who gives a shit? <laughs> but you said it. You you said 1.2 million followers, right? Whatever the hell that means. Okay, you put a new. Let's say they put a new album out. They put it on Spotify. They're getting shit for money. But let's say it adds 300,000 followers. Let's say if five percent of those people actually go to a show. That's how they're making money. Yeah. It says uh, monthly listeners is unique individuals who stream your music at least once within a 28-day time frame. Okay. That makes sense. I follow that. That makes sense. So that's that's why you put your new music on Spotify. Because if, again, if 5% of them come to a show and now you're selling albums at that show, that's that's tangible money back to the band. It's a long process. Yeah, yeah making it's money a selling albums, cycle. but t-shirts and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said albums. Yeah, t-shirts, stickers, and of course the price of, of shows. I mean, fuck the show that we're we're talking about going to in May that you are going to, and I am still trying to figure out logistically how to make it happen. You bought pre-sale tickets for forty dollars. That same yeah. show twenty years ago was five bucks and a canned good. <laughs> like that's where people are making I mean, their money nowadays. Yes. And if that, I mean, I think way. the ticket was probably like twenty five dollars. Of course, with fifteen and fees. fees. Of course, of course, you're you're not wrong about that. So just infuriating every single goddamn show I go to. It is, and I'm not saying the band that's in question here is trying to. Screw no, no, I'm not. Listeners. I'm not blaming them at all. Of course, you're not. But 
That's just the difference. That's... No, it was actually only ten dollars in fees. Okay. Regardless. Okay, so twenty nine ninety nine for the ticket and ten bucks in fees. That same show was three dollars and two canned goods or five bucks even. Twenty years. Or ago. just if you knew somebody, be like, hey, can I get? It? Yeah, or just walk in because you know the guy that's working the door because he weighs one hundred thirty five. Missed the first two songs and nobody's working the door. Of course, no one gives a fuck. So, uh, you know, aside but in from, fairness, the band would make like twenty dollars. Yeah, more, and exactly. Like, so They'd have enough for maybe a place meal. to sleep. Maybe a couch to sleep on, or a floor with AC or heat, which the band would be thrilled about. That's a huge win for them. You've been listening to old guy chat here on the Bro Pod, bitching about things as they are now oh, and how such they used to be. Old guy chat. It really is, but fuck it, it's relevant. Shows cost ten times what they used to. I really don't understand how spot up. Like, if I were a band, I would not put my music on spot i mean if i were i would because (laughs) we're talking you'd be thrilled for the exposure no but tens of listeners but (laughs) yeah i understand but trust me i know my albums link link in the description below my albums on youtube for free um i put hours of work into that shit by the way so but but again what are you gonna do Bandcamp. Bandcamp's the same thing now at least Bandcamp has a more it's easier to get money directly to the bands i understand that but they don't pay for streaming they don't pay anything it's just yeah. they have their yeah or, or they but you can monetize yeah that's what i mean it's easier to monetize and Although it's more direct. i've heard from some label owners that like the money they pay for digital is shit the money the band can't pay is for digital yeah that they yeah like the physical copies. Yeah, but I think like they basically break even. Right. Or don't really get any money off of it. Right. But that's the thing. The, those are your options, kids. Put it on Spotify and hope to get 50 million listens to actually make some money. Put it on Bandcamp, get direct money from listeners. Put it on YouTube and also need a thousand subscribers to even start monetizing anything at all, and then need thousands and thousands of listens. So like Bandcamp takes fifteen percent on digital items and ten percent on physical goods. And I'm fine with and that. There's payment processing fee of four to seven percent. I'm fine with all of that. There's they have to build an infrastructure in order to even get your shit out there. Yeah, I mean they have to make so I get money. It. I I Bandcamp definitely is the. Uh, it's still better than Spotify <laughs> in terms of the payouts. Yeah. It's... But those are the options, kids. You want to be a rock star? Figure all that shit out. Find a way to have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of fans, and you can be a rock star. You also have to have good producers, yeah. and you have to be good looking, apparently. The revenue share applies only to the first hundred dollars of an item if you have a an exclusive like box set or something that costs more than a hundred dollars. That's on Bandcamp. Yes. Thank you for that very relevant addendum. I mean that's to what you said. <laughs> it's a big deal. No, it they're is a big deal. They're only, they're only taking their fifteen dollars at the beginning out of the yeah. first hundred. That is a big deal. After that, it's all gravy for you, it's baby. It's all fucking cheddar ching. <laughs> Just charge Make it rain. for every digital album you you uh, sell. Let those nickels and rain, no will, bitch. No one will buy them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's 
There's a there's a breaking point somewhere. You just have to figure out what it is. Anyway, all right. One other weird thing about Bandcamp, I don't know if you've seen yeah, this, but like I have people that have like large catalogs, you can buy all their digital releases for like sixty percent off, and it's like you get seven hundred songs for like yes. sixty five dollars or something. Huge discounts. Like if you bought all these individually, I've thought about doing that before, like uh, just for ease of use on the uh, the Milwaukee. Oh yeah, the MKE punk, punk page or whatever. You can get all of their digital. I forget, what's that? What's the name of that thing? It's MKE Punk. Oh, the four-way stop. Is that something? The Discogs? No, the uh, MKE. It's, it's MKE Punk. That's the website. I'm no, but the, they have a. There's a. They have like a Bandcamp page. I don't know if it's them or not. I've never been to that. I just go to MKE Punk because they stream it all, for free. <laughs> I would gladly I mean, pay a couple bucks for it, though. I listen to it every few months. Maybe I remember. It's, maybe it's not that. It's it's something similar. What the fuck is it called? Oh, I'm not gonna be able to find it. This is good. <laughs> Screeching halt. Just keep podcast. keep talking. I have nothing to say anymore. I was ready to close out the show. <laughs> but check it out, by the way. I'm, I'm almost positive now. I have to validate. I can talk and type. Todd is unable to do that. He that, that's where his talents. Limited though they may be, yeah. MKEPunk.com. Some great fucking music there. I'm clearly. Yeah, I know that to. shit. That's not what I'm talking. I know about, it's though. not what you're talking about. I'm just publicizing it while you fucking type into Google how to add six and four. I don't know what you're doing. No, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. It doesn't matter. But no. you could buy all their digital releases now. I don't know if that continues in perpetuity because they release new stuff all the time. Ah, valid point. Who knows? Title research that. Get back to us. That'll be how we start the next show. I'm trying to see if I can find the name of that thing, though. It's going to be a challenge. What do you mean that thing? I'd, I'd love to help you here, but I don't know. The name of the, the label or whatever it is. Of the label? Um, oh, DuPage County Hardcore. That's what I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, yeah. Popular stuff. So you can buy the digital discography. Uh, of DuPage County Hardcore, I think for fifty dollars, but they have like a shit ton of bands. Mm. By the way, that's one great way that most people will never do, never utilize to find new music. The MKE Punk thing is a great place to listen. You can get to new all nine hundred and sixty-five releases from DuPage, <laughs> which is basically like. The greater Chicago metropolitan area. That's like sure. a collection of like 90s and early 2000s releases. Yeah. Archive preserves and makes freely available the wealth of punk, metal, and hip hop related music released in Chicago area from the 70s through the 10s. So you can get, you can get the digital discography for $50 or more. You can always pay more on Bandcamp if you That's want. That's crazy. By the way, DuPage is technically the suburbs west of Chicago. Cook County is the downtown Chicago area. Just to well, whatever. That's what that's what the the label yeah Naperville and yeah yeah that's that's it's the suburbs of Chicago, Chicago, fucking Blue Line, twenty minutes west of downtown Chicago. That's what you're looking for if you're a train guy. Anyway, okay. That's a pro tip from Todd. Check that out. Listen to it. 
This has been Old Man Chad here on the Bro Pod. I, I, I do just dip in sometimes for like bands. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And I'll just listen to it. I'm like, this is pretty good. Bands that I've never even heard of, but I can tell by their artwork. Like this is something that I probably would have listened to. Exactly. I was about to say, that's how I found, um, oh, fuck. And now I can't remember the name of it. But th- that, that's how I found a <laughs> band on um, the Pole Sitting Guy. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the band. That's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, on that MKE Punk's website, as I was just looking for good, um, good cover art. The Pole Sitting Guy? Yeah. The name of the band is based on a guy that was a famous pole sitter back in the 20s. <laughs> not not the way you might be thinking pole sitting. Um, but and certainly that, that four-way stop thing, Monagra and Insidious, Tenoretto. You can find a bunch uh, of them. Alvin Shipwreck Kelly. Shipwreck Kelly. That's the name of the band. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just thought the cover art was cool, and I started listening. I was like, fuck, this music's good, too. Good emo music from the mid to late 90s, based out of Milwaukee. Not DuPage County. bit north, about two hours north in the Milwaukee area. But I digress. Todd, that's a show. Another fucking classic show in the books that we appreciate everyone getting to this point, both of you. Um... So yeah, we're going to close it out here. Thanks for listening. Network at gmail.com is how you get in touch with us. Shoot us an email. We've been getting a lot of email recently, mostly spam, but a lot of the email recently. I keep getting notifications throughout the day. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's on the BroPod Network. It's email list that I've signed up for. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. So Network at gmail.com is the website. That's how you can reach us. Um, Network.com is the website where you could be listening to the show right now if you're not. You can also listen on Spotify, uh, Apple Play, whatever the fuck. I, don't, I never can remember. Apple Podcasts, Google Apple Play. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, thank you. Stitcher, you name it. Wherever fine podcasts. Stitcher. Man. Wherever fine podcasts. Please, if you listen on Stitcher, let us know. Also, listen on something else. Cause we'll send you uh, something. A free, a free, uh, free tea. A Stitcher collab. There you go. Stitcher collab. Exactly. Um and yeah, as I mentioned earlier, on X and Instagram, and Instagram, the underscore bro underscore pod. All the information is in our link tree below. I don't think we have a link tree. We should probably do a link tree. Anyway, check us out. We appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your undying fandom for this podcast and all the podcasts here in the Bro Pod Network. So... For the other bro and myself here on January 18th, 2024. Thank you for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace.